Hi friends, and welcome to another episode of the Oakham Church Podcast. We're in this series where we're exploring the Psalms. These 150 collected songs, poems, prayers that are found in the the centre of the Bible that somehow span the expanse of the human emotion, human existence, what it is to be a human on this planet. We've got um, psalms about adoration and praise and worship and wonder and awe and splendour. We've got psalms of depression and darkness and doubt and fear and lament and everything and anything in between. And The reason, I've said this before on the podcast, but the reason that these psalms work so well is because we don't know who wrote them and we don't know why they wrote them. And that ambiguity, that not knowing, doesn't kind of negatively affect the way that we react and interact with these psalms. It in fact has the opposite effect. It's a positive because we can read ourselves into these psalms. We can read our own situation our own emotions and feelings, our own experiences into the words that we read here. These psalms give us words when we don't have our own. These psalms are songs when we don't know what to sing. These psalms are prayers when we don't have the words to pray. And so again, we find ourselves in these psalms. And today we're going to look at Psalm 133. Just a very, very short psalm. It's just three verses long, but even though it's short, it's got a lot to say. And so we'll get straight on with it. You see, this psalm, this song, this prayer, as I said, is small, but it's powerful. And it's all about things like unity and harmony. And it underlies the the wisdom and the importance of living in peace with one another. So with that said... Uh, Let's read a third of this psalm. We'll have verse 1. Psalm 133, verse 1. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. Now this might sound like a simple kind of introduction before we get to the real stuff of the psalm. This might feel like this um, song of ascent as it's carried on here of David, whether that means it was written by David or um, in the style of David or whatever that might be. This first verse might feel like, okay, this is just setting us up ready to get into the good stuff, into the real stuff of the psalm. It might sound maybe like it's just a kind of throwaway line. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. It might sound like a bit of a kind of emotional, kind of wishy-washy, sappy and nice thing that you might find um, on a Christian greeting card or cross-stitched and put into a frame. But within this first verse, we get this fundamental truth. And it's this invitation, it's this call, it's this challenge to recognise the beauty and the goodness that comes from people coming together in unity and peace. The psalmist says that when people gather together in common, it's good. It's pleasant. Now, back in the creation story, God calls creation good over 
and over and over again. And there's that theory of first mention. Whenever we come across a, a word or a phrase, if we go back to when it was first mentioned chronologically in the Bible, that will have something to say into the word that you're reading there and then. So in this creation account of this story, over and over again, as creator God, as Elohim creates the sun and the land and the sea and the stars and the moon and fruit bearing plants and animals and grass and rivers and on and on and on. All the way along we have this refrain, God called it good or God saw that it was good. And even the word that's described for that that area of, of creation, the Garden of Eden, that word there means delight. It means pleasant. So we have good and pleasant. We have good and delightful. So when we live together in peace and unity and harmony and love, it's attractive to others. They'll want to gravitate towards that kind of open and honest and available and vulnerable community. Why? Because when we live like that, we're moving back towards how God created all of this to be in the first place. When people live together in unity, we're bringing shalom. It's that Hebrew word. We're working towards restoring goodness and wholeness and completeness and peace. We're joining with our creator in the work of bringing heaven to earth. Now the news headlines and the 24 hour news cycles and the social media show us on a daily, hourly, if not minutely basis that this isn't the case, that we live in a world that feels broken and divided and fragmented and disconnected. And yet, there's another of those buts from last week. And yet the opening verse of Psalm 133 offers us this picture of hope. We see the significance and the importance of unity. We see that we are all connected in more ways than we realize through family, through community, even across the world. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. On to verse two. It's like precious oil poured on the head, running down on the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down on the collar of his robe. Again, to to emphasise the weight and the importance of the verse that we just heard, verse 1, here the psalmist uses this vivid imagery to describe this beauty and significance of unity. All this talk of oil and beards and collars and robes, not to mention some guy called Aaron, might sound a bit weird, but this is all priestly language. Oil, over and over again in the Bible, symbolises anointing. It symbolises chosenness. It symbolises blessing. And the direction, if you notice, in the way that this is written out in the psalm, isn't by accident. 
this is here intentionally and it has importance here. The direction is from the top down. It starts at the head, then to the beard, then to the collar, then to the robe. It's travelling in that top down direction. The blessing flows from the head, which later in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul will tell us is Christ. It flows from the head to the body, which again, Paul describes over and over again as the church community. This direction is from the head to the body. Again, this is underlining the beauty and the power that comes from people gathering in unity. See, back to Paul in his letters, he talks about us as and with and for one another a total of 57 times in his letters. You see, something really special and powerful happens when we live together in unity, as the psalmist puts it. When we live together in unity, when we can put aside any differences that we might have, when we can embrace each other, there's this kind of divine anointing. We get this real sense of connection with each other and responsibility for each other and this shared and common purpose between us. It's as if that unity is like like a healing balm, like an anointing oil, like an ointment, like a medicine that soothes all of our wounds of division and rejection and it leaves space for love and compassion. On to our third and final verse of the psalm. It is as if the dew of Hermon were falling on Mount Zion. For there the Lord bestows his blessing, even life forevermore. See, what the psalmist here is saying is that there's a progression to this. See, when we live like verse 1 is true, and when we see the truth of verse 2 in our lives and in our communities... The psalmist is saying that that's how we'll create this space, this place, this environment where God's divine presence can dwell. And not just that, but where blessings can trickle down. Unity, the psalmist explains in these three short verses, unity isn't just about coming together out of habit because that's just what we've always done. Unity isn't just about doing it to look good on what, how it looks to other people on the outside looking in. Unity isn't even just to avoid conflict. No. Unity is about fostering this deep and genuine love and respect and understanding for one another. Unity is about recognising our shared humanity. Unity is about embracing our diversity and working together as a healthy body for our own good and for the good of the body and for the good and the sake of the world. Friends, I'm going to finish by reading Psalm 133 in its entirety for you today. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. It's like precious oil poured on the head, running down on the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down on the collar of his robe. It is as if dew of Hermon 
were falling on Mount Zion. For there the Lord bestows his blessing, even life forevermore. Grace and peace.